Namaste, my friends, and welcome to the Force Niyama. Here we delve into the subject of yoga and the teachings of Yogacharya Bhikayas Ayengar with his direct disciples. In this episode, I will be talking to Sri H.S. Arun, a senior teacher of Ayengar Yoga from Bangalore. He met his guru Bhikayas Ayengar in 1978 and became his devoted disciple. He also studied under Gitaji and Prashanji, after whom he named his yoga center in Bangalore Prashant Yogashraya. Over the past 40 years, thousands of students have come to learn from him at Prashant Yogashraya, where he teaches alongside his wife, Srimata. For Arunji's outstanding grasp of the subject and teaching skills, the state government of India and various institutions have honored him numerous titles, such as Yoga Pravina and Adarsha Yogacharya. Arunji has also written and published more than 15 books in his mother tongue, Canada. His book, Experiment and Experience on the Chair, The Yoga Way, features a foreword written by Bikayas Ayankar. So like that, each I, I take the you are asking about Swadhyaya, this is my Swadhyaya. Taking one pose and go on practicing to reach certain level of my practice, I to think. So that's why I take years and years to practice this same. How can you connect with your teacher when they are no longer around? In what ways should a practitioner of yoga correct and adjust their body in asanas to attain calmness of mind? Which yoga prop Arunji calls the star of the props? How does experimenting contribute to our practice? And how could the practice of yoga influence relationships with your partner? These questions will be addressed in this interview with Arunji. This interview, unlike previous interviews, is divided into two parts, each spanning 30-40 minutes. I hope this format will improve your listening experience, allowing you to observe the message more effectively without feeling rushed or overwhelmed. This is part one of my conversation with Arunji. Now, please welcome Sri H.S. Arun. Namaskar, Arunji. Namaskar. I am very happy and glad you have accepted my invitation to chat with me today. And I would like to use this opportunity to learn more about your journey with yoga, your experience studying from Guruji and working with him for so many years, revelations, insights that you discovered during more than 50 years of yoga practice and about anything that you feel like sharing today. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm very much interested in sharing my journey in yoga. Great. I'm very happy to hear that. Let us start from the very beginning. I have learned that your yoga journey began in 1974. Initially, though, not with Guruji and Ayankar Yoga. Uh, you practiced Kundalini Yoga for several years before discovering Ayankar Yoga. Could you share how you came across Ayankar Yoga and what made you move from Kundalini Yoga practice to Ayankar Yoga practice? As you said, my journey yoga started in 1974. So next year, it will be my 50 years in yoga community, meeting people, sharing my practice. So that's why I started my, my career in yoga. Um, I was, as a teenager, I had a asthma, that bronchial asthma. Uh, I used to get wheezing. And I used to sneeze a lot all the time. I was sensitive to many, 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 many things. Any odor, any change in 
climate any change in perfumes. I used to sneeze those days so because I was into an accounting firm. Those days uh, we never had a computer or even it's very rare to have a calculator. So everything by seeing it and watching it. So it was a hard job in that sense. So I used to sneeze and a lot. And then in the rainy season, it was really difficult for me to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I had to cover my in fact, entire face so that I don't get uh, air into my nostrils. Otherwise, it just does me. So that's why I was suffering a lot. And then when I was in a CPA or a accounting firm, uh, my one of my senior, he said, why can't you do yoga? I said, I don't know what it is. Then he gave a reference, or he took a reference to uh, to, studio, or to the institute. So where they used to teach three months course yoga. So before that, actually, I was a little weak in my body structure. And one of my father's cousin, when he came to my house, so those days I we are supposed to carry water from the ground floor to the staircase, to the first floor. So with the two buckets, I was struggling. He said, Aruni, you are so weak. You have to do Surya Namaskar. So to do, so he taught me how to do Surya Namaskar. But uh, I never had a dress, like a yoga pant or a shirt. So I used to do in the, uh, it is very tricky to tell now. I was doing in a, a bathroom. So one side, so there's a water tap, cold water. Other time, other part is, a you know, that we, in India, we use firewood to mm -hmm. get the heat for the water. So in between, I used to practice under the flooring was stone, hard stone. So as to before taking a shower, so I'd do some 13 or 14, and then I'd take shower and come back. So that was my practice those days. So then uh, when I went to this institute there, the person who was the teacher who was teaching yoga there, so he wasn't there. His, uh, what you call the institute was open. Then he told me that the institute manager said that you had to come back because already what your, the course has start, started. You have to come back later after two months. So I went after two months. So there was a three three years course. So uh, in fact, Kundalini in the sense is not the typical what you people, I mean, what people know now. So it's a little different from the, it's a very conventional, very traditional part, what you call traditional way of practicing a Kundalini to the, we had Sunamskar, of course, some asanas and some pranayama, uh, even digital pranayama, so-called. Then the Vishamuruti pranayamas, uh, of course, Kapalavati, Vastriga, and uh, using what you call the technique for invoking uh, chakras. So, Mula, Dara, to Vishuddhi chakra, not not the top. So, this was my routine. I did, I, as I said, three months. After three months, they had a test, so like a, to give a certificate. So I got a, a good good score there. So my teacher inspired me in that way to continue yoga. And in these three months, I was able to um, control my asthma. There's no asthma at all in three months. Even in the rainy season, it was not there. I was very comfortable, but still I had a problem with my allergies. So that took some years, but asthma went off with like a magic. So I don't know why it went off, maybe doing like an exercise 
It might not help. It might be a faster training. I'm not sure what happened, but I was very comfortable. And the teacher who was, his name was, I had to respect him because he initiated me. His name was S. Janki Raman. So he was an inspector in a, in a aeronautical company. So he, he used to give us class after three months. He said, you should take me to a demonstration. Funny thing, many stories behind that. So when he used to take a demonstration, he used to tell in public, so this is my student. He does underneath students. Uh, I want to see him. I want to make him a yoga or a star in the yoga universe. I think that really touched my heart and started continuing that. But the thing was, so getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3, 3.30, then do in Siddhasana 90 minutes of what you call meditation, uh, Kundalini meditation, that is chanting a couple of what you call guided mantras for, the, mm -hmm. for all the chakras, starting from Uladhara to Vanata or even uh, I mean, Vishnu and Agna and Sahasra. Each, each had a guided mantra. I used to chant that, then to be silent, trying to get the vibration, to feel the vibration wherever it is, where it, I like, wherever I used to get. Then uh, what happened was after a, uh, I said 1974, 76. So after, I mean, before that, I mean, nine, I mean uh, maybe in 18 months. So I was a little uh, different in my approach. So I used to practice all this thing that is 90 minutes of Siddhasana meditation and then take a gap of 15 minutes and then do pranayama, no, asana, that is Sunam Skarhanongi. Couple of but not much asanas, and then uh, uh, then shavasana, incredible, of course, kapal body and shavasana. That was my practice. So when I used to sit straight and do all those things, I used to feel very good because my teacher said if you are in a good path, you will feel the So you will feel the vibration in the body. You will see the colors in front of the eyes. I used to feel all those things. Couple like couple of months. I used to do that. In fact, to make a fun about it right now, I can make fun about it. Because I was, at that time, I was ignorant. I was innocent. I never knew what it was. So I was asked to lie down in public, in a sense, in a public program. My teacher used to ask me to lie down. So join the heel and arms apart. Lie down in Shavas. The teacher used to tell, do you have anyone who has a pen? So people used to give pen. For me, it looked like a drama now. Those times, it was, I never knew what it was. So he to take a pen and scratch my feet to, to know about reflex action. But I never used to feel anything. I, mean, I used to feel, but my leg never, never moved. So my teacher used to say, Arun has gone to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then one more funny word, you know, you do other Namasi or Ubiya or Urdhamaka Pashtimitanasa. That is only ankle or foot. I mean, foot and keeping a leg straight. So that is now as now. Mm -hmm. So I used to hold my ankle, not foot, I'm like, I was flexible, but I was asked to hold the ankle and hold the post. After the holding the post, I used to shake my entire body. So my teacher says, he's awakening, but after coming to Guruji's method system, I know why it was shaking, because my stomach was weak. My thighs were weak. That's why I was shaking. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so the same way I mean, I used to feel all those, what you call, uh, colors and shape. So like a palm leaves. So I, yes, I used to feel. 
after a couple of months, um, I never used to feel any of those things. As you get really, really frustrated, because I don't, I, I should not, I will not use depression. Now I can say it may be depression, but those times it was, I was not comfortable. I was not at all comfortable. I was restless. So I went to the teacher. No, not only that, when I stretched my leg forward after sitting in Siddhartha, blocking my energy. So the idea is to block the energy and move the energy up and chant on the chest, I chant mentally, it's not overcome the, the family, my my sister, my parents will be slavery. I can't chant loudly, so chant whatever is given to me, we should be, or Adna. So after that, I should stretch my leg and then lie down because you know what happens. The whole leg becomes numb. So legs forward, relax, in Shavasana. So I used to feel some funny feeling from my uh, pillow that is below the perineum, then the perineum, then the pubis, then the navel, uh, sorry, navel. And then until diaphragm, I used to feel a little different. So like, uh, like something is moving. So I was scared, went to my Guruji, uh, sorry, I went to my teacher, uh, sir, I'm getting this type of feeling. He said, Arun, you are in a good condition. Wow. So it is a good part to feel that thing. Hmm. So funny thing was, then after that, so my teacher left that place where I used to learn. And then there were a couple of uh, students or practitioners. They were seeing my demonstration. They asked the management, okay, if the young boy, I was 19, I think, if he can teach us, then we will practice. But I don't know to teach because I told the management, oh, sorry, I not learned. I learned only to practice for a nine, for a, for, a, for a, almost like one and a half years. No, no, you just practice, let them also practice. So I, that, that's how it started my, what you call teaching. It is not teaching, sharing. So a small, uh, a small room, I used to practice, sit to the side, they used to practice. This is the way I continue for almost a year. Then I was very fortunate to meet uh, respected um, Ajit Kumar, so who was Guruji's student. So he used to teach us every Saturday for three hours. Wonderful practice. And he was fortunate enough to know many things, not just Guruji's, uh, what do you call Ayinar Yoga. He had a contact with even Guruji Patabi Joyce. Then he had a contact with another uh, Swamiji from Nagpur. So he had all the three sectors of practice. So he used to share most of it all. Definitely it was Guruji's, Guruji's system. We were, I was very fascinated. When I was to give demonstration, uh, one of the uh, committee members or the management, they gave me a book, Light and Yoga. But it was in my in my language called Kannada. So in Kannada, so I used to watch it, read it a couple of times, watch the photos. Of two photos were full Two asanas were very fascinating for me. One was Yogadandasana, the other was Nakrasana. In the picture, if we see the light in Pranayam or Yogadipika, but Guruji's palm is up, the foot is also up, it's in the air. I was so innocent, I never knew it was a photo, photo trick. So, palm is out, the foot, I used to try it to fall. And then Yogadanda also, I, I never, I don't know how to do it. So I mean, all my nails were pricking my arm and the armpits. So I couldn't get it. So the gentleman, Ajit Kumar, he 
Kiki, all the techniques, how to perform all these asanas. So this is how I always respect my second teacher, Ajit Kumar. So then slowly when he saw my practice and then Arun, anyhow you are practicing. So why can't you give a general class? You start class. So, so okay, you just give classes for a, for a, a ladies class. So I started giving ladies class. And the person who was teaching men's class, he left. He was there, but was not interested in teaching. When Guruji came in 1979, to the same place where I was practicing and sharing. So he came there, and there were only five or six teachers, including my teacher. Is no one was ready to give class in front of him. And uh, my teacher said, Arun, you had to give class. Okay, because as I said, I'm innocent, I'm ignorant. Okay, or just there, that means time and people I give class. So I started typically, as you know, we do Adhoka Uttana, Prasarita, Adhoka Uttana, Trikona, all this. So then Guruji um, intervened and he started correcting all of us. And then after the class, he, he called me and said, then I typically in my Sanskrit um, work with respect to the elders or respect to the teacher. So we do hold the palm like this and we say my where I had come from, which is the lineage, which Rishi I belong. So I did Namaskar to him, Prophet Then uh, he said, you're not teaching, you're just practicing. I said, I never, never knew that I had to be, I had to be addressed at Guruji. I said, sir, sir, I don't know how to teach. I asked, I mean, doing this and I've been asked to give class, that's what I'm doing. Then he gave a wonderful suggestion. You have to come down to your student level in teaching. Wonderful. That, what you call that first one, come down to student level in teaching. Took years and years to understand what he, what he meant. So I'll come to that after later. So this is how I connected with the uh, Guruji. The same year, me and a couple of students, I think only three, went to Pune in December, freezing cold in December. And that was not a cut of the cold there. So um, when I went there, we, I mean, I, after later I came to know, Guruji used to come always in, after his birthday, December 14, come to Bangalore because his family was here, his brother was here. So um, he comes to Bangalore, stay for two days, and then used to go to uh, Tirupati, his uh, deity there, Tirupati. So we went there. Uh, I think we went on 17th, I think. We were already in Bangalore. We never wrote a letter to him, just ventured. So we ventured and it was, we went, went, attended. My first class was with Prashanji. So now you know why my institute is called Prashanti Yogashvaya. We first loved in Pune was this Prashanti. I respected him. The way he took class, the way he saw his English, the way he uh, used to teach, I still remember. So that was a Shavasana class. I mean, it was Shavasana and he was giving instructions how to practice, how to do Shavasana. I was very much deeply touched with this practice and this teaching. Then I came home, so from 79 to 84, I was in the same institute teaching. Teaching in the sense, as I said, like uh, I've been practicing, I should practice that. So that's how my yoga journey started. Then I never had any 
what you call asthma complaint or allergic complaint. Maybe allergic to a few people nowadays, but not really that, that type of allergies. So this is my yoga journey from 1979 to 84. So I continue. It's a story, you know. So in, 19, in 1984, when I gave up, and almost I was giving up by what you call uh, teaching uh, teaching profession. Uh, the way I used to teach, I had some, what you call, miscommunications. was not comfortable there. And I had a couple of students with me. They said, please, we come out. You don't have a chance to come out. You are stuck with the same, same system. So then I never had a free freedom even to teach because they want me to teach something else which is not closer to my heart, like cleansing techniques. And Neti and then Bhakti, all those, all those things I used to avoid. So that's why I was not interested. So now I had a freedom. Then I went to Pune. I mean, yeah. So when it happened, then we gave up. But then I started practicing in my small room, a living room. So for that, we had to move all the furnitures. So eight or 11 practitioners with me. They were good practitioners with me. So they, are, they were practicing with me. Then again, a couple of ladies who are with me, they're in the same institute. They really requested the begging that please, sir, you continue, will come, you'll come whatever time you want. So then we started to boom. Then near the garage, we started. Our, then our neighbor was kind, we gave a couple of months uh, the place. And then one of my students wanted to give a private class. He said, I will open a studio, uh, a sports complex. So where you are going to teach morning your class and evening we'll be having a that they will use for the uh, for their uh, sports activity. So I came home. I told my students and my my mother-in-law. So my mother-in-law said because I'm living with my mother-in-law's mother-in-law's house. So she said, why they have why they have to do? Why can't you do it? But I never had a finance support. Uh, to start any, any business. So it was very difficult for me. Then uh, it was very nice that my wife, in fact, she's sitting in, in front of me all the time, even now. So she's listening what I'm saying. Uh, she, she supported me in the sense, never had anything to do, no work, only practicing yoga. Though I went for the accounting firm, I gave up that, gave up that, that I believe in destiny it happened. Then I had only a, in Indian rupees, I had 10,000 rupees that were collected by from some of students. So my student was a contractor. We went to him and said, can you start? I said, okay, I will, I will, you can start, we will start. So labor, you give me only labor charges. Other thing, we will take care of it. Then I have one more a, a hotelier or a restaurant gentleman who was very kind. He said, I know, sir, you don't ask money, but without money, you can't do that. So I'll, I'll give you money. Whenever you get money, you can give it to me. So don't, don't hesitate. So whenever there's, there's an, uh, what do you call, we need for construction, I have to go there, is to give me a uh, milk, there is a badam milk, that's almond milk, sometimes some snacks. So I used to put not in my hand, so embarrassing. So he used to he asked what he used to put a, a, a what you call the cover of 
bills or notes, currency into my pocket. They come back and they give it to the, what do you call it, the contractor. So within uh, 11 months, the beautiful institute came up. So when this, before doing this, we went to Pune. In fact, I never went actually. My, my wife, Srimata, and one of the senior students. So we went with her and then they said, we are going, we are going to start. We are going to we construct a building for only for yoga. So please come and bless us. He said, definitely I will come. Then I, my, again, to, for the inauguration, we went and asked me already there. So can you please help us? Can you bless us? So he said, I met all the three. So first was Guruji. He said, now you have a freedom to teach. Go ahead. I will come. Then I went to Gitaji. So Gitaji said, if it is your own institute, try to see that you and only your wife will give class, no others. So that's still I follow. So very rare I give class, I mean, ask people to give class. Otherwise, me or Srimata will give class. The third one with Prashanji said, you go to the class on time and then come out from the class on time. The simple reason, people want to talk to you. So people want, they want to see you as a brother. They want to see you as a counselor. They want to see you as a, uh, what do you call that? A friend. So this thing happens, you have to take responsibility of them on your shoulders, better to, to, to better you finish the class and run away. So that, that also, I try to follow that. So these are the three things in my uh, Prashant Yoga thing Then he came. So now, because many times we call our, all the activities are yoga festival. So why I call yoga festival? Because that was Guruji's message. So he came. So when I, when he came, when he, when I, when I wrote a letter to him, Guruji has, you know, that we have our studio, I mean, the studio is already ready to be uh, opened. So you bless us. Can I say that Guruji is coming and giving class? He said, no, you just mentioned as a festival. So it was an inauguration festival. So one day it was a ritual with that five, like what, what we call Havan or Goma. So inauguration one. Then evening you had a public program with a, some two ministers and celebrities were there. On the last one, on three days, he gave a class. I mean, he never gave a class. My teacher was in front and many of the senior students were there. I was also there and uh, it was like a, a fantastic thing to see how he was connecting each and every person watching, even the teacher, my teacher. So then after we finished getting down at the third day, he said, Arun, whatever you have learned, nothing. You have to come to Pune. Was very humble. Great namaskar. Guruji, when I had to come. So my this was in July. So he asked me to come for October intensive. So then he wrote me back. So you have I asked you to come in October. So come a week earlier. That was interesting. So it was a four week intensive those time. 85, 85. So come one week early so that I can acclimatize Pune, though we are in India, because I'm not gone away. I'm not gone out away from home. So I had to eat restaurant food. So I had to acclimatize. So the, the condition was, you are going to stay in the institute. There are now, I have three rooms. I should stay in the second room where Prashanji is practicing or uh, resting. So that part. So that the 
That's the, the I will be happy to ask to stay there. And food, you have to go out. And night, you have to come back before nine because we close the gate. And for the for the shower, you have to take a bucket from the uh, what you call the toilet and go out where we keep the sandals, shuffle shoes. There was a geyser, electric geyser. So take that water, go to the bathroom, take shower. And then then second one was, so you have to assist the medical class or the therapy class. So that's one the thing I was asking. So I went there, one week attended. I mean, one week just practicing with Gitaji and Prashanti. And then intensive started. So 9 to 12 or 9 to 12, 30 or sometimes 9 to 12, 45. It is Gitaji's intensive, but Guruji always there help, uh, helping other, teaching us. Uh, after, I think, four days, uh, I went to, I had stomach, stomach discomfort. I went to Prashanti and said, uh, Prashanti, I have some stomach discomfort. He gave me a sequence that is Swastikasana, back, Sutta Swastikasana, forward, Bani Swastikasana, Sutta all these things. So I was practicing and then three, four, three days of practice and I was doing Vishwanasana forward, Ben. Uh, then Guruji came and what are you doing? So now I made it. Shalki failure, my stomach is pain and I got a sequence of it. No, you're not come here to relax. Come up, get up. So that's strong instruction. My stomach pain went up. So most of the sometimes teachers instruction definitely it works as a file in a, in a practice. So that was one one of the thing and then so then again he came to Prashant University for uh, we have a big beautiful uh, two and a half feet of Patanjali stone. So they're carving a Patanjali stone and we have we want to install that. So we requested him Guruji can you come and bless us. We have a function. Okay, again. Same technique, I mean, same thing. That is one one day is a ritual, second is our yoga shriya's first anniversary, and again, three three days class. So that was the uh, program. So that time, so uh, you know that when we go to Pune, we have a lot of energy, the, 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 the what do you call the approach itself, very rajasic, but it's very strong. So I should give strong instructions. So Guruji was there and everyone was there. I stood in front, gave Tadasana for so many instructions. And then I came to Trikonasana in a jungle side, right leg out, right foot out. No, right leg out. Okay, then left foot came. Then go to the side. Then go to the left. So when I was doing to the left, he says, stop it. Oh, why he said, no, stop it. So he said, don't give that much instructions. So instruction should be direct and it should be should be precise. And you should see that your student is doing it. If I'm giving right side on 20 instructions, left side, completely different things, because I know I have learned from the from the system, from the institute that I have to give so many instructions. You are not blocked with the instructions I'm going to give. So even if the person is not turning, is just turning the foot, not turning the knee, then I am wrong. I'm not seeing him. And I'm not allowing him to do because. You're bombarding with instructions. So I had to cut down the instruction, not me. The great man, Guruji said, cut down the instruction, don't do that. So this is the second one I learned from. Learned from. That's why I don't give much instruction. I see them, even if there are 80 in my class, here or anywhere, my eyes can see 80 people in from the corner, I can make up. So how to open your eyes, not just to close your eyes or just to 
narrow your intelligence. So that's why. So that's the way I have I've been practicing and sharing my uh, practice. Yeah, so 84, until 90, I had an opportunity to go to Pune to, uh, for an intensive. So that's, that's a very good journey. So it was not, yes, of course, a little emotionally, but intellectual journey from 1989 to 2023. So it's how I, this is my yoga journey uh, from past. Thank you for tuning in. You've just finished listening to the first part of my interview with Arunji. The second part will be coming shortly. You could listen to more episodes of the Force Niyama podcast directly on the website or on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Pocket Casts. I welcome you to help me shape the Force Niyama podcast so that as many students as possible can get benefit from it. If you find any mistakes or inaccuracies in the website or podcast, please let me know. If you are an Iyengar yoga student yourself and you have a certain question that you want to ask a senior teacher, you could share your question with me and I will make sure it gets answered. Contact me at hello at See you in the next episode.